dedicating today's podcast to Rufina. I hired a housekeeper as part of my New Year's resolution and God bless her. She came and did a great job. Cleanliness is next to godliness. So God is invited to dinner tonight. (laughs) Good morning, listeners. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is a glorious day. I woke up refreshed and renewed, a little stiff, (laughs) but refreshed nonetheless. Pray with me in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection, Lord. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, in body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And the 23rd Psalm to kick us off. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I got a letter in the mail yesterday from Dr. Charles Stanley. Um, I do contribute to his ministries and he sends a letter out from the pastor's heart. And so I wanted to share this with you. He says, as you look back at your life over the past year, you're going to see some exciting accomplishments. 
Maybe you reached a goal or started working toward one. Your successes might be spiritual ones seen only by you and God. Even if you feel the year was filled with setbacks and failure, carefully review it again. And I believe that you're going to see some victories, large and small. It's human nature for us to take credit for our achievements or to think that we earn the blessings that follow. But we didn't. And that's good news. Because we are blessed with many milestones and we learn that God in his grace is responsible for all of it. And knowing that gives us confidence for each new day. We need encouragement. So turn to Isaiah 26, chapter, I mean, verse 3. The steadfast of mind will keep you in perfect peace because he trusts in you. And that is exactly what we need. When you read verse 12, Lord, you will establish peace for us since you have also performed for us all your works. That's kind of a wake-up call. Let me repeat it. It says, Lord, you will establish peace for us since you have also performed for us all our works. God is actually the one, listeners, who has done all the work. We thought we accomplished so much, but it was the Lord who worked through us. So there's absolutely no room for boasting on our part. This is true for every believer. For each achievement, you gotta know that God gave you the strength. God gave you the opportunity, the skill, and the health to do it. And he worked in you to reach success. So there's only one person who deserves the glory. And it is not you or I. And God is not going to give the glory to another. We may want to take credit, whether for salvation or for any accomplishment. But since scripture puts an end to such pride, we know that God saved us not because he saw goodness or potential in us, but because he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world and that he would be holy and blameless and that we would be holy and blameless before him. And after salvation, we still have nothing to boast of because it is God who is at work, both to desire and to work for his good pleasure the purpose and joy of the Christian life isn't to live for ourselves or our own exaltation, but to live for God and his glory. Glorifying the Lord isn't merely something that we sing about on Sundays. It encompasses the entirety of our lives. 
let's pay attention and take a closer look to exactly what that means. To glorify God, we must understand what his glory is. How do we glorify God? Well, the obvious way is in our words, but we also glorify him by humbling ourselves, by depending on him, and recognizing that all the good in and from us is actually his. It is God's will that our lives bring him praise. This will be fulfilled in heaven, but we should also get our practice while here on earth. And why should we glorify the Lord? There are two basic reasons. One, because of who he is, and two, because of what he does. The more we understand the grandeur of our God and the greatness of his works, both for us and through us, then the more that we will desire to exalt him. By his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, not by any effort or goodness on your part. It is by his spirit that you have life in your mortal body. It is because you partake in his nature that you have all you need for life and godliness. It's by the indwelling Christ that you achieve these things you otherwise lack the strength for. And it is God's work in you that makes the unimaginable possible. We are merely the recipient of God's gracious gifts. And that is the reason for our overwhelming joy. Explore the glory of God and rejoice that he works mightily in and through you. And he signs off, may you bring glory to God and find joy and peace in submitting to him in love. Prayerfully yours, Dr. Charles F. Stanley. Amen. He's an amazing man of God. And I thought that was a beautiful letter. Be right back. Stay right there. God's word is like a seed, Luke chapter 8, verse 11. Together, we have planted and watered that seed around the world. But it is God who directs our steps, opens hearts, and makes our labor bear fruit. It's always our hope that he would work through us to glorify himself and build his kingdom. We are glad you share this desire. Rejoice. Stay with us because God makes the seed grow. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 7. Amen. God our Savior wants to, wants all people
to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. God gives us an overwhelming desire to share the gospel and to help others learn. In Touch Magazine <laughs> talks about taking risks. We usually like playing it safe and we are more adventurous in our choices. Christians don't like risk because the outcome is uncertain and may involve loss or other unwanted results. From a human viewpoint, eliminating potential harm makes sense. But for Christians, uncertainty is part of walking by faith. There are times when obedience may seem risky to us, but from God's perspective, there's no danger since he controls all things and he never fails to accomplish his purposes. Amen. The Bible tells us of real people who obeyed the Lord in unpredictable situations. One of them is Ananias, a disciple sent by God to minister to the newly converted Saul. Ananias risked his life by visiting this notorious opponent of Christianity. Saul, too, lived with risk after his conversion, facing peril almost every day of his life as he obediently preached the same gospel that he previously had opposed. By focusing on God, listeners, by focusing on his character and focusing on his promises, both of these men obeyed despite uncertainty, and then they were greatly used by the Lord. God is 100% calling you to trust him. And remember that each time you face risk, it's an opportunity to experience his faithfulness firsthand. Amen. Hallelujah. Make sure to read Acts chapter 9. And now from He Whispers Your Name, let's hear what God has to say today. Content in Christ. Feelings tend to get in the way of your faith. Faith isn't easy but it will make all things possible. You should never be in want because I am all you need. I want you to trust me with all your worries. Your trust in me tends to waver and that's why you're filled with worry sometimes. I want you to rest in my peace as I work out my plans and purposes for your life. When you find yourself becoming anxious, come to me in prayer. Allow me to handle what you can't. Only I know what tomorrow will bring. So trust me when I say that the plans I have for you are for your good, to give you a future and a hope. Just because things don't work out the way you plan 
doesn't mean they won't work out the way you hoped. I'm always listening to your heart. All I ask is that you trust in mine. I am with you always. Find your joy and peace in me. Let nothing move you. Let nothing distract you from relying on my promises. Be still and know that I am God. Amen. We're so lucky, listeners. So lucky to have the Lord in our lives. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 says, Be happy with what you have because God has said, I will never abandon you or leave you. Amen. And prayers to start your day. Let me get on board here. It says, be aware of your adversary. James chapter four, verse seven says, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. This world is God's creation and it contains the wonderful fruits of his handiwork. But the world also contains countless opportunities to stray from God's will. Temptations are everywhere and the devil, darn him, never takes a day off. Our task as believers is to turn away from temptation and to place our lives squarely in the center of God's will. In his letter to Jewish Christians, Peter offered a stern warning. Quote, Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to, divide, to devour. End quote. What was true in New Testament times is equally true in our own times. Evil is indeed abroad in the world and the devil continues to sow the seeds of destruction far and wide. As Christians, we must guard our hearts by earnestly wrapping ourselves in the protection of God's holy word. That's right, wrap yourself in the protection of God's holy word. And when we do, we are protected. Measure your growth in grace by your sensitivity to sin. Pray with me, listeners. Dear Lord, because you have given your children free will, the world is a place where evil threatens our lives and our souls. Protect us, Father, from the evils and temptations of this difficult age. Help us to trust you, Father, and to obey your word knowing that your ultimate victory over evil is both inevitable and complete. Amen. And say no to envy. God warns us about a dangerous, destructive state of mind, envy. Envy is emotional poison, and it poisons the mind, and it definitely 
hardens the heart. If we are to experience the abundant lives that Christ has promised, we must be on guard against envious thoughts. Jealousy breeds discontent. Discontent breeds unhappiness. And unhappiness robs us of the peace that might otherwise be ours. So if the sin of envy has invaded your heart in any way, ask God to help you heal. When you ask sincerely, and when he responds, you will regain the peace that can only be found through him. Let us pray, dear Lord, deliver me from the needless pain of envy. You have given me countless blessings. Let me be thankful for the gifts that I have received and let me never, ever be resentful of the gifts that you have given others. Amen. And also, listeners, say no to anger. Sometimes anger is appropriate. Even Jesus became angry when he confronted when he was confronted with the money changers in the temple. And on occasion, you, like Jesus, will confront evil. And when you do, you may respond as he did, vigorously and without reservation. But more often than not, your frustration will be of a more mundane variety. As long as you live here on earth, you're going to face countless opportunities to lose your temper over small and relatively insignificant events like a traffic jam. How about a spilled cup of coffee on your new shirt? An inconsiderate comment and oh boy, a broken promise. When you are tempted to lose your temper over the minor inconveniences of life, don't. Turn away from anger every chance you get. Turn away from hatred. Turn away from bitterness. Turn away from regret. And turn instead to God. Gaze up to heaven and pray with me, dear Lord. Help me to turn away from angry thoughts. Help me always to use Jesus as my guide for life and let me trust his promises today and forever. Amen. Psalm 100 reminds us that we should shout to the Lord all the earth, serve the Lord with joy, come before him with singing, as God's children, listeners, we are blessed beyond measure. But sometimes as busy people living in a demanding world, we are slow to count our gifts and even slower to give thanks to the giver. Our blessings include life and health, family and friends, freedom and possessions. 
And that's just for starters. The gifts we receive from God are multiplied when we share them. Ooh, la, la. The 118th Psalm reminds us that each day is a gift from the Creator and is our responsibility to celebrate both the gift and the giver. So with no further ado, let the celebration begin. Alleluia. Dear Lord, help us remember that every day, every day, is cause for celebration. And today, Lord, today, 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 we will try our best to keep joy in our hearts. We will celebrate the life that you have given us here on earth and the eternal life that will be ours in heaven. Amen. Alleluia. <laughs> Alleluia. In closing, may we have enlightened eyes of faith. Oh, the pages stick. <laughs> giving and getting pleasure. Philippians 2, verse 12. Be energetic in your life of salvation. That energy is God's energy, an energy deep within you. God himself willing and working at what will give him the most pleasure. The more you let go of your problems and pick up God's power, the more you'll please both God and yourself. I am digging deep, Lord. I am freeing my frets and experiencing your awesome energy. What a pleasure it is to be alive. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me, listeners. This is a daily podcast. We're on this journey together, and we are going to greater heights. Remember your acts of kindness. Remember to keep your foot from evil. Remember to go to God with everything. Bye for now. <laughs>